What does filmed for IMAX mean? It isn't just a movie that'll look great on IMAX's screens. It means that hiding from a sandstorm feels like fear in every flicker. And every triumph is felt in every sound wave. And the things we've only imagined, you can truly experience those too. That's what filmed for IMAX means. Get tickets to experience Dune Part 2 now and IMAX's exclusive expanded aspect ratio. This video is sponsored by Liquid IV. By the way, if you guys are listening to us on Spotify or Apple, if you don't mind, we would really appreciate it if you would give us a rating. It really does help us out. Eron! Yes! What did you think of my constant interrupting and making you upset? I'm just kidding. What did you, <laughs> what'd you think of the film? I really liked it. I really liked it. It had so much heart. Mm. It was funny. It was, even though I did predict some things that isn't oh, yeah. that's not an indicator of the quality of how well the story unfolded right. mm-hmm. i thought it was just so charming i really they really cast and wrote simon as such an endearing character yes. and you understood everything he was going through and the way he was feeling and they really put you in his shoes and it's a story you can connect to whether you are gay uh, whether you are gay or straight or or anything in the spectrum, you know? I feel like it's just a very human story about acceptance. Because, like, you know, we all have things that we are going through or struggling through. Whether yeah. it be coming out, whether it be dealing with eating disorders, whether it be, you know, whatever secret or, or challenge you undergo. But the fact that you see somebody overcome that over the course of this story and learning to... Not, well, I think he, he accepted the fact that he was gay, but worrying about the perception of how he was going to be perceived by the people in his life because he was afraid of change. And I thought all of that was very, um, very poignant, you know, and I can connect to being someone who, you know, has a contentious relationship with change. So it was, yeah, it was great. I, yeah. It's, it's always a good sign when a movie can make me laugh make me cry make me frustrated like it it invoked all of the emotions over the course of whatever this runtime was for sure and yeah i've never seen this movie obviously but i really really enjoyed it and i'm happy that i had the experience and i'd recommend it to other people yeah for sure never seen it i've never even heard of it before today but i'm glad uh we got to watch it it was a beautiful coming of age story and uh i just thought all the performances were fantastic and i'd only seen this actor as well in jurassic world so i had not really gotten a taste of his acting range and I just thought, as you said, I think the best word to describe, he gave such an endearing performance. And he was an endearing character as yeah. well. And I think, like you said, too, he definitely, you know, was accepting of himself. But then he was just worried about, you know, how other people were going to, you know, were going to perceive him. And as well as he was afraid to scare off, you know, who uh, the the guy he was emailing, which turned out to be Wally West, as we find out mm-hmm. later on in the film. So you can understand that, you know, we live in a very judgmental world and uh, we even got a little taste of that with, I forgot the other character uh, that we met at the school that was also gay, where he said like, yeah, whenever we go to family events, my mother tells my grandparents who are very old fashioned that uh, I have a bunch of girlfriends and yeah. it's like, and that's a real, I, that's a real yeah, thing. That is a real thing. And it's, it's, you know, that's just the world we live in where some people just are not accepting of the fact and, you know, to each their own. Um, I, you know, I don't agree with it, but it, you know, again, to each their own. But again, I just thought this was a very beautiful film. 
Uh, and like you said, I, I really felt that it just did a good job of doing a good job of balancing between uh, the romance stuff and also with the comedy and just giving a lot of levity uh, between the dramatic stuff because it, it was a very you know difficult situation that Simon was going through. You know, he was just, again, very also, too, just worried about like how, uh, how his I mean, because he heard comments, you know, from his parent, uh, his dad specifically, you know, I mean, uh, making the comment about I think he said fruity and stuff like that. Uh, so, yeah. you know, perception is reality. And hold on, let me just make sure. Yeah. Okay. Please. I see it. It's, it's mouse is like moving. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, is it backwards. Is that right? That's it was backwards. Okay. <laughs> I'll continue. Yeah. No. And I mean, I I understand again totally why. And also too. And in fact, by not, you know, being uh open about his sexuality like he almost lost his friends in the process because yeah he was so scared well not only not only because so scared but because that jerk martin who had a little redemption at the end with the ferris well i know i still didn't like him but a tiny bit of redemption a little bit he tried a tiny tiny bit of redemption and i did like that one even though it was cringe i did like that one moment in the waffle place where he uh where he was just saying like you deserve a damn hero cringe but i did like it uh but um, I uh, just again, I, I I did appreciate the fact that um he, he he was afraid to come out there, but again, the truth will usually come out, and you know again that 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 sets up for that set up for you know like what happened with his friends, and you know it, he almost lost them in the process. So, uh, but I also love the fact too that that whole thing that at the end where he inspired people to not be afraid to show their feelings and who they are. I thought that was beautiful. It's so beautiful. And I thought Greg Berlanti, who I only know as a producer for the CW verse, I thought he did a hell of a job directing this film. The performance is so, so well done. So endearing. He killed it. Yeah. Really? Yeah. No, it was, it was really endearing. And I, I liked how it captured like it was, it was a movie that could, talk about it in an honest way but also address those other perspectives on it you know and like i think the the moment for me was like seeing when he came out on christmas watching his dad's reaction versus his mom's reaction yes. and his dad not knowing how to process it yes. and his mom seemingly accepting him from the jump and then i know you got emotional at both parents part but i think the the part that really got me uh in tears was like you've been holding your breath for years. And I was like, oh man, like someone who's just like holding something so tight mm. that they, they can't breathe, that they can't uh, operate in, in comfortability because they have to hold something so near and dear or something so, uh, not even treacherous, that's not the right word, but like some something that's so sensitive yeah. and, and close to them and be, be able to live in freedom like that. I think that's very... Um, yeah, it's 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 very uh, not admirable, but the fact that his mom was able to see him in that was beautiful. Yeah. yeah, no, those were probably two. I mean, I I mean, I love the whole movie, but those scenes were just so. I mean, just how accepting his parents uh, were, especially his mom, and then his dad. It's not that he wasn't accepting; he was just like he just didn't know how to react in the moment, just yeah. because he was expecting his son to be this raging testosterone man uh, to get all the women kind of thing so it's just like and again he was trying to deal with it. i think he said it best like in the moment he was trying to deal with the best with comedy and like joking around like deflecting yeah. yeah exactly he was deflecting for sure so uh but like 
to come back with him and just say, hey, you're still my boy. I still love you. Like, that was just so heartfelt, so sweet. I love that. Yeah. And um, again, there were some really powerful moments in, in this uh, film as well in terms of, you know, how the Cobra Kai, Chris, the guy who looks like Chris Brown and uh, the other bully, how they were treating Simon and then the other kid uh, in school too, uh, how awful they were treating and how insensitive and I love how that one teacher, I think it's the cabaret teacher, mm -hmm. how she just hit the mic drop on them. But it's it's just crazy. We live in a time, I mean, I've never, I, to to really be blunt with you guys, I actually dealt with uh, being, uh, I was bullied myself in middle school, not for the same reason. Uh, it was not about sexual, I just, I was just bullied. Um, so I can understand, you know, what Simon was going through. And again, not for the same reasons, just being bullied. It sucks. It's not fun at all. Um, although difference being as I was physically bullied, whereas, uh, Simon was being mentally, uh, bullied, but still either way, they both are terrible. Um, but it's just, again, just so crazy to me. We live in a society where not all, but some people can get to a point where they feel that's necessary. A lot of times too, that can be a ramification of just the craziness that's going on in their own minds and, mm -hmm. you know, what they're dealing with and then you know they bring it into the world for um you know because again what they're you know what's going on in their lives and i feel bad for them i really do yeah uh it sucks uh and i wish them well uh and get the help that they need um because we should all be accepting of you know if it, it, it doesn't affect your life so i don't know why you have to you know get on other people for things you know even if you don't agree it's, yeah, they, it's they likely like they feel small at home, so they got to make other people feel smaller, make themselves so big. Yeah, of, and again, you know the usual bully thing. Yeah, and if you don't agree, hey, that's your business. It's all good. Like yeah. keep it to yourself. No worries. Like you don't have to get on someone else I'm for something you don't agree with. That's that's fine. Uh, all good. You know, we're not all gonna agree with everything in this world, and you know that's what makes the world go around. But you don't need to bring someone else down to uplift yourself. Is kind of all I'm saying. Um, God. I just want to punch Martin still. Um, anyway. <laughs> All right, Reject Nation. So today I want to share something with you that has been a wonderful addition to my health and fitness journey that I discovered during the holidays, and that is Liquid IV's hydration multiplier. I'm down to my very last packet, and I'm freaking out, but it's okay. I got more in the mail. Now, a lot of you have been so kind to notice how I've been working on my physical health. Thank you for all the compliments. And one thing I learned is that proper hydration is absolutely crucial, especially post-workout and pre-filming after post-workout. And my wife actually actually introduced me to this product, which is perfect because we not only care about quality, but a good taste and quality product. Whether it's after a sweaty workout or just after, you know, a good night out, you know what I'm saying? Efficient hydration and replenishing electrolytes is key. You just feel better and it tastes fantastic. I can't emphasize that enough. Another thing that I'm always on the lookout for too is products that have zero sugar or zero sugar added because that's one of my main dietary restrictions throughout the week. And they of course got products that fit that description that also taste good too. So yes, thank you so much. So Liquid IV's hydration multiplier is in summary is they are a non-GMO electrolyte drink that delivers hydration into your bloodstream faster and more efficient than water alone. Because Sometimes drinking a whole gallon is not always efficient, but in fact, it can provide the same hydration as drinking two to three bottles of water. Most big on efficiency. Plus it's packed with 11 essential vitamins and we know vitamins are good for the body. It's vegan, soy free, gluten free and dairy free. You can customize the water amount to your taste. Again, perfect for post night recovery, traveling or just having a big night out. You know what I mean? No, I won't. So if you want to boost your support for the channel and boost your hydration game, go to liquidiv.com and use promo code rejects at checkout. That's liquidiv.com promo code rejects. And remember, liquid IV, it's not a real IV, but it sure feels like it.
So stay hydrated, stay healthy, and let's keep crushing those health and fitness goals together in the year 2024. Yeah, but hey, he, he gave a great, I thought that actor, like, he was so annoying, but he gave a great performance. He did. He's yeah. good at his job. Yeah, he no, made me cringe. He made me mad. Oh, so I'm yeah. like, kudos to you. You played that yeah. role very well. Yeah. No. I don't want to see you. Yeah. I don't want to see that character in real yeah. life, but hey. Yeah, no, did a great but, job uh, what you're giving. No, me, but hey, seriously though, beautiful film. Uh, and again, I really appreciated. I think his name is Zach Robinson, the main actor who played Simon. Great performance, fantastic. Seriously, great. I mean, it's a very difficult job to uh, be the lead in a film, and Comedy I thought he, and drama. Yeah, he really carried the film. You could see how much weight, like just what he was holding within him, and just like to to still like be such a a wonderful kind human being and you know with everything that he was withholding within himself like i just really love this character so much and i'm so glad i, I got to uh watch this film is a really good one and again so impressed with greg perlantic i didn't even know he was a director yeah so uh i was really stick impressed to dramas greg yeah stick to stick to stuff like this yeah you know? no. i mean you had to run in the superhero world but like yeah this is which you did a good right job into by the way but uh yeah i'm very impressed with him as a director do you have any final thoughts you'd like to say if not did your good. did your brain also do that thing like when you're watching it i was just like what what superhero would he play what comic book character would he play are you talking about Simon? Yeah. Oh, uh, I didn't say that, but oh. I mean, I'm I'm usually always saying stuff like oh, that. Every time I see like a young leading actor, I'm like, what comic book character would you play? I, mean, I don't know. I mean, with his performance in this film, he he could do any type of. I mean, he, he really showed wants. me a lot of acting range in this film. He was fan. I, he was fantastic. He'd be a great Peter Parker. I can see it. I was at. Okay. Yep. <laughs> you got me there. No, when he had his glass, when he had his glasses on at that dance, and the woman and the girl said to him, "I love you," and he's like. And then he went into the bathroom and told his mom that uh, uh, there's drugs or some drinks at the party, like come get me or something. Mm-hmm. Actually, was thinking Peter Parker. I, no joke, I really was. I'm not just agreeing with you to agree with you. I really did say that in my head. I, you just reminded me of that. I really was thinking that. Good call. Anyways, what did you guys think of the film? Love Simon. Um, love to hear your thoughts in the comments section below. Are there other films like this or other films just in general that you would like Aaron, myself, other members of The Real Rejects to react to? We'd love to hear your thoughts down below. And we wish you all a wonderful new year and take care. Tyler Haig, Happy New Year, buddy. Now, a uh, friendly reminder to everyone who hasn't heard this yet. Tyler Haig, he gave <laughs> us a, uh, gave me, not us, uh-huh. sucker, deadbeat. Yeah. <laughs> you haven't once touched the PS5. <laughs> actually a four that oh. he gave me, remember? That's right, it was a PS4. Well. See how much I know. I got the PS4, and then you guys so I could play Red Dead Redemption 2. Now, at, at the beginning of that time, it became a really daunting experience, and I got sidetracked to Beat plenty of other games on that system, <laughs> but uh, did not beat Red Dead. And then randomly over the holidays, I was like, you know what? I'm going to pick up Red Dead 2 because I need a, a game that I could just get lost in the world for. Sure. And, dude, I've stuck to it at least a couple times a week. I've been playing uh, after the, usually really late at night to wind down the mind. I got a really unhealthy habit. What I do is I take a melatonin. 
so I can get tired. But if I just lay there with melatonin, I don't get tired. I need to distract my brain. So, so take like a melatonin. I play a game, stimulate my mind with these brain waves of electronics and headphones <laughs> on. Yeah. And then I get tired. Ultimate and then I fall stimulus. asleep. And I have a restless sleep. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm all groggy. What the hell? But you at know? least I but was I, asleep. But I actually got to bed. <laughs> yeah. Like three in the morning and it worked. Sure. So, sure, uh, sure. Yeah, man, and I'm on. I've, I've officially gone way further past where I last left off years ago. So, because uh, I started all over again, and so man, I'm just gonna keep you updated on the journey. It's been a great journey with it, and I hope in 2024, uh, the next time you're out in Cali, you best bet I'm gonna make the time to meet up with you, as long as it's not like a half hour away. If you're in like a 20 minute range, we can That's make it work. Once, except, but if you're more than 30 minutes. I don't even know who you are. I don't like. Do things exist thirty minutes from here? I'm gonna forget about why I care to meet up with you in that time frame. I, <laughs> that I extra at, ten minutes. I will get so distracted. Will be clear. I get so distracted by the stress of losing that amount of time. Because time is money, man. Time is money. Time is valuable. All right. That's why we charge hundred thirty dollars on Cameo. That's right. <laughs> People get there. That's and then we record so, like a forty-minute long, you know, and, video. And I don't understand why we get no cameos now. You know. Ever since people are weak and they don't want to $20 to $130. They just don't think that they're worthy of such a good cameo. That was a good gradual build, honestly. Um, But Tyler, man, uh, what should his New Year's resolution be? Tyler's New Year's resolution should be uh, to line every surface in his house with screens. Mm. If anybody could do it, because then you could get into the Guinness Book of World Records, and then you could pretty much retire off that and also ride, like, the notoriety to get, you know, like, free access to, like, most things in life. So if you became, like, the guy with the most TVs coding every surface in his home, find a couple creative ways to, like, you know, morph doors and things, like, you know, that could really be your key to morph success. Doors, <laughs> floors, <cores>. Morph doors, floors, Morph doors and the porous floors. <laughs> <laughs> There's a chorus roars. <laughs> For my, <laughs> I don't know what speaker system rhymes with boars. Boars, yeah, Morks. Moors, lores, Norse, Norse. That's my my Norse horse with the force of Norse horse <laughs> on the back of a horse. <laughs> with no remorse, no remorse, <laughs> killing people to the floors. <laughs> <laughs> That's an awfully hot coffee yeah. pot. <laughs> oh, that's gonna be my goal for 2024, Tyler. Is uh, is to get good enough at Eminem freestyling that I am always ready to yeah. go 16 bars worth of random lyrical miracle <laughs> word salad. Alrighty, buddy. I guess this was your shout out. Love ya. What would you do to achieve the American dream? The big house, the happy family, the money. 911, what's your emergency? Would you put in the hours? Would you take a big swing? What's the problem? What's the problem? Would you lie? Would you cheat? Were they shot? Were they shot? Would you kill? Yes. <laughs> I'm in 
From Airship, the studio behind American Scandal, comes a new true crime history podcast. I'm Jeremy Schwartz, and I'll be taking you inside the minds of some of our most notorious felons and outlaws, exploring the dark side of the American dream. In my new show, American Criminal, you'll meet the picture-perfect brothers who killed their parents, the thief who stole babies, the crypto king who siphoned off billions and plenty more. From assassins and gangsters to killers and con artists, whatever the case, whoever the criminal, you don't know the full story until now. Don't miss the debut season of American Criminal, The Menendez Brothers, beginning February 29th. Listen wherever you get your podcasts, or to get early ad-free access to the entire season first, plus hundreds of other ad-free history podcast episodes, subscribe at intohistory.com.